found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This is the 21st day of February. It'll be a cooler day than yesterday and kind of breezy. That's what we're looking for. I think you're cooler today than yesterday. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. As you are, too. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, just dandy. Yeah. You've heard of the um, the issues there in East Palestine, Ohio. The uh, residents there uh, with a chemical explosion. From oh, yeah, the yeah. Railroad. Yeah. Right. State government and railroad officials approved a plan to blow up six of those cars of toxic vinyl chloride formed a mushroom cloud in the sky before it rained down on the city and surrounding area. Residents reporting dead chickens and pets, dead fish, salamanders, washing up in the local stream and river. Wow. And now there are reports of rashes and headaches in the residents. Here's Trent Conway, mayor of the town. He seemed uh, sincere. He, he, He seemed like he cared. And right now that's the only thing, you know, is it comforting? No, but you know, we we have to trust him right now. Uh, as as soon as he does anything that you know we, we feel that we can't trust, then you know I'll have to go back to media or uh, government officials that are hiring me to you know make him do what he said he's going to do. So he's referring to the CEO of uh, Norfolk Southern, ah, Alan Shaw. Okay, the uh, railroad responsible for that, Conway. Also ripped into President Biden. Hmm. Absolutely. That was the biggest slap in the face. That tells you right now he doesn't care about us. So Agreed. Uh, he can send every agency he wants to. But uh, I found that out this morning in one of the briefings that he was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there and not to us. And I'm furious. On so, President's Day in yeah, our country. Yeah. President's Day in our country. He's he's uh, over in Ukraine. So that tells you what kind of guy he is. There you go. They're not happy there. Man. It, you know, and originally, <clears throat> when you had dead fish and <clears throat> other things that are dead, right? it can't be. They say, well, there's no, you know, health concerns. <sighs> now, come on. Come on. It, it's got to be something. Ha- right. Now they're developing rashes. And uh, Nothing to see here. Move yeah. along. Move along. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. Just move along. Come on, man. So... Imagine if that happened here. You know, we've got the railway, railroad going through here. Could happen in this community. Right. Or any community along the railroad. Are there restrictions to where toxic stuff can go, though? As far as? The rail railway. Well, or can I don't it just think be so. Any, any tank or anywhere could be toxic, and I, I this think, could literally happen in our backyard. I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The, the bottom line, yes. <laughs> I didn't know if they were restricted to, you know, certain we certain were. lines that... I remember years ago they referenced a particular load or loads that will go through this neck of the woods that have nothing but hazardous waste. Mm. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Okay. So... Was it the right thing to do to blow those tankers? I don't, you know, I mean. So another reason to get annoyed when you're sitting at 18th Street waiting on the uh, the train to pass. 
watch it as it may rock somewhat. <laughs> oh, it's... I just, you know, I, I just wouldn't... That's a scary deal for those it people. Is. It, it really, really honestly is. is. You know. This uh, pertaining to debt... U.S. household debt jumped to the highest level since the 2008 financial crisis. I would agree with this statement. As mortgages surged amid high inflation and rising interest rates, those findings show that household debt, which increased by $320 billion in the final three months of 2022, hit a 15-year high of $17 trillion. On average, a typical household owes a total of $142,680 at the end of the year. That's your average, $142 plus $1,000. Man. Mortgage debt rose by $290 billion last year. Second highest annual increase since the end of the Great Recession. Hmm. The average household held about $100,000 just over in mortgage debt. At the end of December, just $12,134 below the projected breaking point for a mortgage. So, hmm. it's, I'm telling you, I mean, everybody's got to be feeling this. Everything costs more, everything, you know. You know, this happened a week ago Friday. Okay. All right? All right. I um, had a, a funeral. To, yeah. to attend, and I came through <clears throat> the city, the great city to the east <laughs> of Logansport. Yes. Known for its circus? Yes. <laughs> clowns are jumping galore. And now, like a moron, right. I decided the first gas station I hit, I got gas. Hmm. It seemed high to me, but I'm thinking, well, they're probably... Surely they're all in the same ballpark. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right. And as I continued traveling through the great city to the east, yes, <laughs> the rest of them were thirty something cents cheaper. Come on, I'm are not you kidding. Serious? At that time, our city was at three forty something. Yeah, where I that's paid there. Where we've been, right? And every other yeah, was three ten. And like a moron, I went to the first one. <laughs> it's just man. Now, how can there be that much discrepancy? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've all wondered that for a long time. Anytime you look at the map that they put on television of gas prices, mm-hmm. when I watch news in the morning, there's the dark red in this county. Dark red. <laughs> dark red. And it's always that, you know. I don't get it, man. And there are other counties, too. We're not just the only one. I don't get it, though. But <clears throat> it just... I don't understand how there can be that huge of a difference. Right. Even on any given day. Any given day. I mean, the profit margin had to be that much greater at that gas station. Mm-hmm. Was, Absolutely. You know. So anyway, I was a fool. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the average day for me, basically, making another bad decision. Oh, someone just texted in, summer blend, winter blend. Oh, we get we get that a lot too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's the summer blend. It's <laughs> and the winter blend. It's it's more. Ralph had a fire in his trash can at the refinery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was smoking again. He got caught. It's <laughs> all 
All right. We uh, will have more tidbits when we return. Stick around, won't you? This is Tidbits. That's a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This month's going kind of quick. Yeah. You know, it's uh, the 21st day. We've only got 28. 75 days of January. Yeah. So it's a welcome relief, really, to... February's flying by. Yeah. I guess the weather's helped. It's not been terribly bad. Yeah, for sure. So that uh, always comes in handy. Here's a poor woman from Florida that died after being attacked by a gator while walking her dog. Why would you ever, ever... Every time we read one of these stories from Florida, it's like, why would you ever go there? Why why would you ever want to live there? I don't know. You step out your door, gators. Uh. I really don't know. <laughs> the unnamed uh, 85-year-old woman. 85. Walking her dog in the Spanish Lakes Fairways community of Fort Pierce when a 10-foot alligator lunged out of the water and attacked her. Oh, my gosh. Though officials would not provide details of what happened, they did confirm that she died from her injuries. The alligator, believed to be between 600 to 700 pounds... She never had a chance. There's no way. Never had a chance. ...was known to the residents of the retirement community and was often seen sunning itself on the banks near the water. So it's not like she doesn't know it's there. Stay away from the water. Stay away. (laughs) After the fatal attack, the gator was removed, so they did uh, get it. Day late and a dollar short. Mm -hmm. Alligators are opportunistic feeders. They prefer to seek out prey they easily overpower. Their natural fear of humans can be overcome if if they get fed regularly by humans. Mm. For this reason, feeding gators in the wild is illegal in Florida. But you know those elderly folks over there. Oh, there's Wally. Wally Gator out there. Throwing my leftover KFC. (laughs) That'd be a terrible way to go. Oh, my gosh. I just can't imagine. Just uh, unbelievable. The most stressful state to work in is Nevada. Really? That's the most stressful state. Interesting. According to the study completed by website Interbody, not only did Nevada rank as the number one most stressful state to live in overall, the Silver State also ranks as the number one most stressful state to work in. They reported the 10 most stressful states to work in as follows. Indiana at number 10. Wow. Yeah. Tennessee, ninth, Alabama, eight, Arkansas, seven, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Louisiana, West Virginia, Mississippi, and then Nevada. We're in there. Why are we? Why? What's the criteria here? It's terrible. Why is Nevada so bad? I know. I've been a silent quitter for years. I know your problem. (laughs) There's got. It's not listing the reasons that make places stressful. Let me see if I can. Isn't this the? Maybe it's because of the law that there has to be no reason to fire you. You can just be fired. Mm. You know, that may be part of it. Well, I mean, I I don't know. It doesn't give any of that info. Perhaps if you go into (sighs) inner body, they could tell you more. But to know that we're in the top 10, that's pretty sad. Very, very sad. 
Uh, let me see here. Um, according to Gallup's 2022 State of the Global Workplace report, 44% of global employees, 44% of everyone working anywhere, okay, experience an unhealthy amount of daily stress. The most stressed population demographic, women working in the U.S. and Canada, not far behind them were American and Canadian men, uh, despite workers in the U.S. and Canada being some of the most anxious in the world, they appear to be quite hopeful about their employment prospects and are the population who feel most engaged in their work. Now, let me see about this. Uh, okay, so the states. Stressors All right. related to relationships, finances, work, and health are typically easy to identify. The daily hassles, too, such as running late, waiting in line, yeah. spilling your coffee, All whatever, right. are also relatively easy to notice. But not all factors that increase daily stress levels are so obvious. Okay. Our study revealed that the state in which you live can be a significant factor. Okay. So we just went through those. Indiana's number 10. Yeah. Um, so we must have more of that stuff than other states. Eight of the top ten most uh, are in the South. Yeah. One in four Americans living with some form of disability, such as impaired mobility, cognition. Mm. Uh, the most stressful stands. <laughs> I guess it's just. I guess it just. We're just miserable. I guess so. Okay. That. I guess Indiana's just a miserable state. We. Uh, we're number 10. And again, as you made mention, you know, the majority of those are in the South. Mm -hmm. So, uh, top 10 most stressful jobs in the U.S. All right, here we go. You ready for this? All right. All right. We'll start at number 10. Okay. Taxi driver. Taxi. Now, how many of those still exist? Now, I know. Okay, so I, you got to wonder does taxi also mean an Uber driver? Is that yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you know. Because. I, I think during COVID, taxi services just went defunct. A lot did. At least in Cincinnati, you couldn't find a, a taxi. All right. Anyway. Okay. So this this okay. also is the the ten as of twenty nineteen the okay. ten most stressful jobs and their average salary. So okay. Okay. Average salary for a taxi driver twenty four thousand eight hundred eighty dollars. Right. That's, that's good change. Double what I get. Up next is senior corporate executive. Oh, boy. At an average salary of $104,000. Not bad. Allie. Public relations executive. Okay. At $111,000. All right. News reporter. Oh, my. Stressful. Yeah. News reporter. Yeah. At $39,000. Event coordinator. Okay. I can imagine that being stressful. You have a lot of moving parts. Yeah. A lot of things going on. $48,000. Okay. Next is a broadcaster. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. Broadcaster. <laughs> Number five. Yeah. Most stressful job in America. Broadcaster. And listen to this wage. $62,960. Now remember, folks, that's average. Okay. <laughs> so when you take in guys like Howard Stern. Yeah. And. The big paid. The big. Yeah. That, that's, that's in there. Yeah. Because they're broadcasters. Police officer. Oh, yeah. Just above uh, broadcaster, 62000 Okay. Uh, airline pilot, $111,000. Firefighter, number oh, two. All right. Okay. And then the number one most stressful job, enlisted military personnel. Is that right? Of three or four years, 26000 No kidding. There you go. Wow. That's amazing. Never would dream that we fell into that, but uh, there we right are. Right in the middle, man. Yeah.
Now we know what's wrong with us. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> this from United Airlines. They've announced their new seat map feature that will seat kids under 12 next to an adult in their party for free. This includes customers who purchase basic economy tickets. It comes less than a year after federal officials urged airlines to ensure that families, especially those with young kids, are able to sit together with no extra fees. So that's a good idea. You know, you think you would have done that just as a courtesy. I feel like we've flown you? many times and have never had an issue with this. Is it waiting till the last minute to get your tickets? I, you know, I don't I, know. Because, you know, generally if we do something, we plan. Yeah. And you get your tickets all together. Right. You know, I don't know. But it seems like something they would have been doing anyway. First generation Apple iPhone. We just got a text, by okay. the way. Right. Um, unreal that teachers aren't on that list. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't imagine being a teacher. Oh, yeah. If they're not top 10, you got to, they're, they're top 15, top yeah, 20. I mean, it's got to be in there. Yeah. A first generation Apple iPhone recently sold for more than $63,356 at auction. What? Yeah. First generation iPhone bidding for the 2007 phone. See, now you save your stuff. You got your boxes and everything that you. No. Uh, the uh, 2000 phone began on February the 2nd, the auction at 2500 The product still shrink wrapped in its box, so it's not even been received 27 bids by the time the auction concluded. It was expected to fetch between 20 and 40 thou, and it got more than 63. A photo on the auction website shows the iPhone inside an unopened black box. The phone features a two megapixel camera and an innovative touch screen. The model that sold at auction came with eight megabytes of storage. At the time of its release, the iPhone sold for 499 and 599. Yeah. So somebody made a nice uh, chunk of change. That ain't bad. Yeah. Nice. Why would you get a phone and never open it? I mean, I just don't, I don't understand people. They just like, you got money to throw away on something. You're just it makes gonna you wonder, like, I mean, did they did they happen to work at like a cell phone place and just, you know. Yeah. Got it on the house. Right. I don't you know. know. Yeah. Who knows? I don't maybe know. they just had it around and never, maybe, I don't. I have no idea. But I don't know. I have... None of my stuff's first gen, though. Mine's all second generation. Okay. Because I have, like, a second gen iPad and a, like, second um, iPod Touch from back in the day. Hang on to them. Those were, that was, when I got my iPod Touch, that was one of the coolest things I ever had in my life. It was amazing. <laughs> but, unfortunately, you don't have your boxes. No. No. They have been used. We got another text. I'd love... I'd love Howard Stern to come teach my uh, third graders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you sure about that? Are you sure you want that to happen? The things he teaches them. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a new study that found that a previous COVID-19 infection offers at least the same level of protection as two doses of the COVID vaccine. People who are infected with the virus may be protected from reinfection for 40 weeks or longer. Hmm. 
protection from reinfection was highest for the original strain of COVID and the Alpha, Beta, and Delta variants, remaining at more than 78% after 40 weeks. How about that? So I get, I don't, they've learned so much since it all started. I mean, look how much different things are of the thought processes involved with this since it all started. And then, you know, you've, oh, geez, you got it, you know, found out that wearing a mask really didn't do that much good. Found out, you know, and it's like, we went through all this. Yes. But we did get to, to use plexiglass in new fun ways. Yes, that's right. <laughs> That really protected. Yes, that, that that is the real unsung hero. Forget about of the whole mess, the top or bottom of it. It's just it's the plexiglass in weird places. That's that had to be. It says the new study's findings could call into question vaccine requirement policies. So, the further we get into this, the more it's just a. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I see the time. It's 6.50. We really don't have time to get into a another subject very deeply. Mm. I do uh, see the headline here of a woman getting violent over chocolate milk. <laughs> Every day we've got somebody throwing uh, a fit over something silly. Yeah. Yesterday it was a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. On a Tuesday. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. See you, buddy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.